Welcome to our mini episodes where we answer your biggest questions about money. We've been loving reading your questions. Keep them coming in, guys. Okay, let's go. Rian asks, what have you guys changed about your own approaches since starting the podcast? Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I guess I've become a bit, I wouldn't say more risk averse, but probably looking a bit more long-term in my investment horizon. Um, looking at diversification and my utilizing my tax-free wrapper of my ISO um, with some ETFs. And nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, I want to sort out my LISA and I also want to sort out my son's ISA, maybe SIP. But I mean, the thing is I've learned so much on the podcast. It's like, okay, what do I, I want to do everything, but I can't do everything. So it's kind of targeting it. So for me, number one is the ETF in my ISA. And then number two is an ISA for my kid. Yeah. So those are my two, two priorities. Yeah. For me, I've, I've, I've um, been spending more money. <laughs> no, seriously. I've just like reined in the investment. Like speaking to certain people, it's, you know, it's clearly, it's more about happiness than it is about the numbers. And I, I save an aggressive amount of my income, you know, a large proportion of it, 60%, 70% maybe of what I bring in some months. So I've just dialed that back and- Spending more. Yeah. So I give, basically I, you're becoming more like me and I'm becoming more like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit more YOLO. Yeah, you're a bit more YOLO, a bit yeah. more like, let's be conservative. You know, it's about being happy, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, I, I lived for such a long period of time, like on, on not much money a month in terms of social and stuff that I was kind of like ingrained into me. Whereas it's now it's like, no, break off a bit and, and spend it every month. And Enjoy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that's probably it. Forgiving myself as well is the, the thing. So we really are like the yin and yang. And we're yeah, just like, exactly. we're meeting in the middle yeah. for like nice, balanced happiness and healthy portfolios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still investing a load of money more than I, more than I need to probably, but I've, you know, dialed it back a bit so that I could spend a bit more. I've actually reduced my crypto investments, well, monthly, not over, not not the whole portfolio. Oh, yeah. still, it's all still there. Nice they do a safe. good job of doing that they, themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they erase themselves every month. It's eroding away slowly by money or quickly sometimes. I mean, it's doing well at the minute. It's doing well at the minute. Um, but yeah, I think diversification. Happiness is really important though, because um, I think you said when you have financial education or financial, mm. it makes you like generally you live longer, you're more happy. Yeah. And it is a lot, it's kind of like it's kind of like a game. Again, when you and now I understand when you said, "Oh, every month I like to save and I like I move my money into these different pots." And it's kind of it is fun because you're like, "Okay, I'm putting this for this," and you're like, "I'm putting this money away for this reason." And this is long term, this is short term, this is medium term, and you kind of feel a bit more like holistic, a bit more balanced in your life. Not yeah. having before I had all my eggs, all my most of my eggs in one basket, and it was very stressful. Even though I don't really get stressed, but it was like probably subconsciously I was probably like worried about yeah. it but now it's like okay well you feel I'm like done. a more solid foundation exactly and, yeah. and i feel a bit less guilty about like being so frivolous with my money just like throwing it into a risky asset and then just kind of being like, oh, i'll be fine but now it's kind of a bit more calculated and a bit more controlled so yeah and yeah. it's gone to other aspects of my life like um because i want to save more i'm avoiding parking tickets so i'm paying them off quicker or <laughs> sometimes and uh yeah driving less like different like the more money you save the more you can invest so sometimes i'm like oh i want to just eat and i want to take away i'm like nope if i save that 30 quid i can put it in like my etf or something so it's it yeah it changes every aspect of your life yeah and and it's like over time you'll 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 do those little things with the the index funds and they'll build and then it'll get to a point where like i'm at now where it's like 
actually enjoy a bit of it. So I was out the other day for dinner and I bought dinner and it was like 150 quid. But I got a dividend while I was having dinner that was more than the dinner. And no. I was like, there we go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I, I, I earned more there off that dividend from the global index than, than they did for dinner. And that was a moment of like, you've been building this thing for 10 years, Damien, and now it's literally paying dividends, you know, time to enjoy bits of it. Otherwise, I just, I could so easily just sprint with my head down to the end of life and get to 80 and have millions of quid and be like, well. I'll help you spend it, don't worry. Yeah, what am I going to do now? I'll be there at 50, like Damo. Yeah. (laughs) Let's dip into this. So yeah, now I now I break off like a chunk, a little, good time. little little ten piece. <laughs> still stayed in a, a crappy hotel last night though, didn't oh, you? Oh mate, it's awful. That still, hotel. it's the old habits. You're oh, trying to save, trying to save the money. You should just pay mate, more. Got a nice it's room. It's like a hundred quid a night, and it was like, oh, so. But I'm tired today. Had the worst sleep so ever. So bad. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it was just this tapping all night. And the bed was like, you know, the weird springy ones that are kind of like See, camp beds. Me, I would have got the Ritz and be like, oh, made, yeah. made loads of money this week. Let me spunk it on the nice I hotel. I know, I know. And, and um, you, the, the, you know, the bed, it's like a sheet and then there's a blank, there's like a, like a weird scratchy thing in between with another sheet. And like, you can just tell they don't wash the inner layers. And I move about. So I woke up this morning, it was all over me. I was like, no, it's <laughs> it on my face. Oh yeah, that was, yeah. Motto with the story is don't be tight on the hotels. Yeah. I could have spent an extra 50 quid a night and done all right. But I was like, no, I want to stay in central London in South Kensington for under 200 quid for two nights. <laughs> I found a place, but yeah, the place has now found me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next question. This is a big one from Callum. So hi gents, your episodes drive me to learn more. They help me challenge my friends about crypto investing and debt advice. And together we strike up meaningful conversation that I know is for the better of our generation because we were never taught this in schools. It's a lovely thing to say, Callum. Thank you. Anyway, thank you both. Well, mostly Damien. (laughs) Not a nice thing to (laughs) say, Callum. Thank you. (laughs) You actually wrote that. I'm not even making it up. On to my question. I'm lucky enough to have an an interest in personal finance and feel I have a solid grounding. But as I approach my 30s, I'd like to seek personal advice. Who should I turn to and what should I look for? He then asks, who should I trust? How do I judge financial advisors? How does it all work? The advice I would be looking for would be to be tax efficient and slow and boring wealth growth, tailored to a debt-free married couple with one-year-old. He then lists his income, says he's already paying into global ETFs and they save 20% of their salary and they put stuff in high interest savings accounts as well. I mean, my question for you, Callum, is why do you think you need a financial advisor? Because it sounds like you've got it pretty boxed off there. I think... um, I mean, I don't know. Is it a confidence thing just to know that you're doing the right thing? I think it's reassurance. Like even with me, we, we've had all these episodes and I was like, even before I wanted to open my eyes, I'm like, Damien, show me how to do it. Like, is do it, the it right for thing? me. Is, always, it the right thing? is this yeah. the right one to invest yeah. in? Is this the right fund? Is this the right ETF? So I think it's, and he's obviously got a lot of, he said he's got a solid grounding in finance and he seems to know what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you basically say in there, I want a financial advisor to help me invest tax efficiently in a slow and boring manner. And then you're listing that you're doing exactly that. So if it is about confidence, we can't, we can't tell you how to find a good financial advisor. To be honest with you, I wouldn't know because I don't use them. And the only experience I've ever had with one myself professionally wasn't very good. I know financial advisors from a personal standpoint and they're excellent. If you want their details, get in touch with me and I'll I'll pass them over. They're they're my mates. Um, But Make sure they're regulated correctly. The financial covered by the FSCS. Yeah, that's it. And so they're regulated by the FCA, and then they're covered by the Financial Services Compensation Scheme, which means you get up to eighty-five k's worth of cover if you get bad advice. As well as that, 
if you're just looking for reassurance, maybe consider one that takes you on um, an hourly rate rather than you ask how it works. What a lot of them do, the way they make their money is they manage your investments for you. They, they migrate all your investments over to their products and then they charge you a percentage and it's typically quite high. Some financial advisors can charge like 5% of the money going in and then another percentage ongoing and it can really add up. So if they're trying to do that, maybe that isn't what you need. And maybe what you need is just to sit down with someone for a couple of hours who goes, you know what, you're doing all right here, mate. You say they charge three to 5%. They charge not total of what comes in. So it's not as bad as 5% a year, but they might charge 5% of oh, any money that you pay in. So if you're paying a thousand pounds, you know, they take 50 quid of it or whatever. Is that right? Yeah. No. That sounds, yeah, sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, sounds yeah, about yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it is right. Sorry. <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, they'll take a chunk and then they'll invest it and they'll take a, a portion of that every year as well. And that can really add up if you're doing low cost global index funds to migrate over to that to get annual advice on a yearly basis. I don't know. I wouldn't personally do that. I don't even like the ETF fees of uh, what, 0.2 percent points, seven percent. I'm like, whoa, that's a well, bit Well, and then you go into the financial advice world and they could be charging, you know, 1%, 2%. So yeah. it, it really racks up. For a lot of people that works. And for a lot of people, it is about reassurance and just that someone's looking after them. And if that's what people need, then fine. I'm not best qualified to advise on how to find a financial advisor because my whole thing is you can do this yourself and here's how. What do you want to ask us or future guests? Email us at makingmoney at kindling.media or just slide into the DMs. This isn't advice. Whilst we discuss individual examples, we can't give you personal financial advice. What we can do is offer a perspective and discuss the issues. I'm Damo. I'm T. And we'll be back next week answering some more of your questions. Quick question from me and the Making Money team. Would you like us to come into your workplace to teach you and your colleagues more about personal finance? It's an absolute joke that we're not taught what to do with money. And this knowledge gap makes most people much poorer over their lifetimes. Take your work-based pension. Most people have no idea what the fund they're invested in does, and plenty of people just opt out altogether. We can cover whatever is most important, from the basics to complex financial retirement planning supported by qualified financial advisors who are not there to sell you anything. We take different approaches for different people in a company depending on stuff like their age or their income. If you think people you work with could benefit from financial education, then please email will at getmost.co.uk. It doesn't matter what your role is in the business, we want to hear from you. So email will at getmost.co.uk. And I've left a link in the description for you. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app.